Ladies and gentlemen, this is According to Callus. This is episode 169, and this will be part three of four of the book 444 by Rene Holiday. We're going to be picking up in chapter six, the fourth branch, a.k.a. We the People. Now, this reference is outline number five that we must fill in when the judicial branch refuses to follow and uphold the law of the U.S. Constitution. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, well, do we have the authority to do this? Is this something that is appropriate? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Well, let me just say, when you read the Constitution, who is the sovereign? Who is granting the authority? And what are they granting it to? The answer is we the people and we are granting it via the constitution the supreme law of the land unfortunately some of the courts seem to think that they're not bound by the highest law of the land in fact due to a poor opinion several hundred years ago or actually just a couple hundred years ago they determined that they get to determine follow me closely, they made the decision that they get to make the decision, indeed, that they have the power to determine what law is constitutional and what is not, including at the state level. Now, I'm really not sure how they dreamed that up and why we continue to tolerate, but that is where we're at. So, if we were to have the people just choose to ignore them, or if the states would do what they need to do under the direction and the push of we the people, perhaps we could put an end to that. So, <laughs> just one uh, catch in here, um, if you will, it is a quote by none other than Vladimir Lenin, the best way to control the opposition is to lead it ourselves. Interesting. That would explain some of the members of the Republican Party, now wouldn't it? Okay. Uh, there's a couple more things here that I want to just touch on real quick here uh, in Chapter 6. <clears throat> she talks about how the communist agenda wasn't going to happen on her watch. And she wasn't going to watch the people, or not on the watch of the people in her property rights group either. So they stood firm legally, and they were backed by God as well. In a multiple occasions, they were clearly in the Lord's hands when making their actions, and they have been continuing to fight the good fight, and they have seen some success. She also references that the Sun Tzu war strategy tactics, which her group uses, has been successful. Now, this is something that we on right of center need to keep in mind. And indeed my previous episode talked about why the method matters, right? We have to use all the things in our disposal. We have to be willing to get dirty, but not be unethical, willing to do the work. Work is what makes you dirty, not nastiness. All right. We're going to jump over to chapter seven, which is also outline number six, recommitting to God. America and the U.S. Constitution at both the local and state levels. Well, for those of you that don't believe in God, I can't help you with this. But for those of us that do, we realize that 
our country is not going to go anywhere if we're out of alignment with God and his principles and his commandments. Now, those of you who don't appreciate that, that's okay. We have no ill will towards you. We just want to do the right thing. And we would like to restore the Republic. And in the Republic, we are all better off. This also means that we have to do some things that, quite frankly, will make a little people or a, a little group of people squirm in their seats. And that is purge the illegals from elected and appointed positions. Interesting thought here. If you aren't supposed to have a role or a position, in other words, you're not qualified for it or you are disqualified directly from it, why will we tolerate that? Why do we continue to allow it to happen? We need to do that. We need to put the correct people back in charge. Or, quite frankly, we could just eliminate most of these roles and nobody would notice the difference. So, as we go through this chapter, she is noting on how the Israelites multiple times made the decision to marry into godless families and basically destroyed their own tribe, their own country. I see the correlation here and it will make a lot of people uncomfortable. And I think one of the things that I appreciate is you should always, well, not always, but it's good that on occasion you leave your church service just a little uncomfortable you were just challenged a little bit. She's doing this in a book, forcing you to confront some of the failings, both moral and legal that we have done and accept. I think that's a fair way to feel after reading some of this. You should feel a little embarrassed, a little challenged. She then calls on the idea that we need a remnant of people people that are loyal, people that believe in truth, people that want to do the right things to stand up and do the work. And she starts off with a couple of steps. So I'm going to just touch base with those really quickly. And this is her opinion. And I will tell you, I largely agree with everything in this book, which is why I'm taking the time to go through it in its entirety. Step one, recommit to God. Recommit to the law of the U.S. Constitution. Swear a public oath amongst each other in public meetings to never give up this great nation that God gave us. Now, aside from the fact that some squirmy people will be upset about the God part, everything else we should agree on. Everything else is the actual action plan here that is applicable to you. Now, myself as a Christian, I'm bound to recommitting to God. I want my nation, which would be the plurality of us present, to be recommitted to God. But we also are not foolish enough to believe that we're going to be able to force you guys that don't believe in God to come along for the ride in complete agreement. But if you all get to see the benefits that are reaped by coming along for the ride, perhaps you'll change your mind. Perhaps you'll reconsider things. Perhaps... We will persuade you in a positive way that following God's law is beneficial to all. I would never seek to force something upon another person, unlike many, many other people out there on both sides of that aisle, most of which are in power and just don't want to give it up, which is why they come up with some of the crazy stuff we've been dealing with for the last 18 to 24 months. All right. 
chapter 8. We're talking about identifying and charging these criminals. So here's the challenge. Now we have to divide the wheat from the chaff. We have to determine which one of our elected officials or appointed officials are illegal. In other words, they have no business being there. They should not be representing us. Well, I know where she goes with this in the book, so I'm just going to cut to the chase. If you are a Chinese agent, you need to go. If you're a British agent, you need to go. If you're a Russian agent, you need to go. If you're an Israeli agent, you need to go. Get my drift here? We only want people in the American government that want to do what's best for America. Now, if the rest of the world benefits by what's best for America, great. Happy that they can participate. But as a leader in America, my first priority should be America. And if it's not, I am a problem. We need to make those people go. Likewise, as a Texian, my number one priority is Texas. And if America chooses to benefit based upon the good things that come out of Texas, so much the better. And if America chooses to interfere with what we Texians want to do, so long as they follow the Constitution, we'll deal nicely with them. But they won't. So, summary of step two, which is what we're talking about right here. Deciding, like Ezra, to identify the perpetrators of the first thing we need to do in our local areas. It is illegal for anyone in our government, either elected or appointed, to be party to anything other than a Republican form of government. There again, that lays the issue. If somebody's an avowed socialist, if somebody's advocating for socialist policies, they ought not be able to represent us. They ought not be allowed to participate in government. Because that would be violating the Constitution that we are guaranteed a Republican form of government. Those people need to go. Those that would seek to undermine our entirety of our existence based upon envy and greed are the problem. Unfortunately, we have plenty of other people that are in positions of power that are driven by envy and greed. They just do it in a different manner. But that, my friends, is a different story. And perhaps we'll get to it later in the year. But if you identify yourself as a communist, a socialist, a fascist, you need to go. Ideally, I would like every judge that fails to recognize the U.S. Constitution as the highest law of the land to be disbarred and disqualified. But that might be asking for too much. And I will say that uh, Ms. Holliday likes to use the word communist often. And while I agree with her in principle, I just think as a practical fact, the challenge is if you keep using the word communist, it will have as much rhetorical weight as racist does. I mean, for me personally, the moment I hear racist, I just roll my eyes and move on. And I know full well in my heart of heart that there are people that are legitimately hateful of people that don't look like them or don't sound like them and they are an issue that needs to be dealt with but with the broad brush and the liberal application of the word racist it just doesn't have any meaning anymore i don't want to do the same thing for communist so the four in the 444 being the fourth branch i.e we the people we're filling in we're doing the work that these other arms of government should have been doing and they have not. And that is why 
we the people need to do this. We need to stop the unconstitutional actions. We need to do our part. That requires that we need to know what the right thing is. We need to be savvy. We need to be educated. And we need to be involved. And sometimes that means elected officials need to go. But we need to know who they are and have a plan of action how to deal with them. This goes all the way from governors and presidents all the way down to city councilmen and school board members. As we mentioned school board members, I should point out that once again, when you have a school board member that openly advocates for things that are self-destructive or for a different form of government, they're the ones that are the problem. They're the ones that need to go away. They're the ones that are the threats of society. However conveniently the FBI has decided to label any of us that should challenge things as being part of the problem. But these people are violating Article 4, Section 4 of the U.S. Constitution. They're the ones that need to be dealt with. And the way we deal with them is to remove them from office. The way we deal with them is to take them out of power. The way we deal with them is to make them irrelevant in our lives going forward. That brings us through the end of Chapter 8 in a brief synopsis. And hopefully you will notice at this point in time that she's building to a crescendo. She's coming up with solutions. She's coming up with action steps. I'll finish out the remaining two chapters and give a brief uh, feedback, if you will, when done. But it is important. Each one of these books that I've reviewed talks about these are the problems and these are how we can fix the problems. It does no good to complain or point out a shortcoming if you don't have a solution. I want to be as solutions oriented as possible and every shortcoming I find, I want to be able to suggest the solution. I want to be able to suggest a different option. Knowing full well I won't always be 100% successful but hopefully I can motivate just a few more people to put in the effort, to do the work if you will, to make that difference. And every one little person that makes a little bit of difference inches us back the way we ought to be going in the first place. The leftists, the progressives, the communists have been at this for a long, long time. And the successes that they're seeing recently have decades of work that needed to be done before they brought that about. And if we don't fight back and we don't get active and we don't do what needs to be done, we will lose what we have left. And I don't think any of us want to see that happen. So as I wrap this up, I suggest that you take the time, learn the lessons of any of the number of books that I've reviewed. Take a little time, invest in understanding the civics of where you're at. Take the time and comprehend or build the willpower up to be willing to acknowledge when something's wrong and say something about it. Even if you alone can't make that difference, if there's 10, 12 of you, you can. You can push it just a little bit. Don't be afraid. We still have a large plurality. Some would even say a majority. And even if we don't, 
the right person standing in the right place holding to the right values will ultimately be proven to be right in the end. It just takes faith and courage. And to that end, perhaps, if like me, you call yourself a Christian, you need to spend just a couple of minutes praying on what the best thing is for you to do next. Maybe bust open that dusty Bible in the corner of your room if you aren't a regular reader. And, I don't know, maybe consider some of the things that Paul or James or Peter brings up in the New Testament, or if you're feeling particularly froggy, go back to the Old Testament and look and see what the things that occur in both Judah and Israel when they choose to abandon the righteous leadership that they had. When they choose to follow their leader down a very bad path. Nobody wants that. But it's been said, if God doesn't judge the United States, he's probably going to owe an apology to Sodom and Gomorrah. (laughs) And yes, it's a joke. Because I don't think God has to apologize to anybody. With that, my friends, this was episode 169. This was part three of four of my review and commentary on 444. And I will wrap it up next week. Until then, I will see you on the other side.